Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. And away we go. It's uh, rolling with Ungayo. I don't know why I said, uh, like I know what fucking show I produce uh, myself. Rolling with Ungayo comes to you every week on CannabisRadio.com. We'd like to thank Cannabis Radio and Stitcher and iTunes and Saturn Ranch and Chameleon Glass and Firesale.com. Check those guys out. F-I-R-E-X-S-A-L-E dot C-O-M. I just signed on as a brand ambassador. It's a new app to help you find cheap weed. Good cheap weed. Let's say it that way, because cheap weed is cheap weed, but good weed is good weed, and good cheap weed is best of all. I just wrote that slogan. Today is Thursday, the 15th of June. Beware the Ides of June. I'm in Sacramento, but I've been in uh, Oakland pretty much, not all week, but all day Tuesday. Long day. Long day. It was great. So we'll get to that. But let's start with dessert first, which is what we always do. Because life is too short not to have dessert first. You never know. You might get hit by a car while you're sitting in the restaurant. So at least you had dessert. Uh, oh, man, I've had some really good ones. I had some really good ones this week. I, I took uh, I took special care to enjoy dessert this week. I don't know why. Uh, first up, had a bread pudding at the Limelight in Sacramento. I was watching the Warriors game four, hoping they would sweep. And they did not. They got uh, run off the court by both uh, an exemplary effort by the Cavaliers and maybe some slightly funky shenanigans by the judges. However, other than that, the game was great, and the bread pudding at the limelight is fantastic. It's always a risk when you order the bread pudding because you don't know. Is it going to be super dry? Is the sauce going to be terrible? Is it going to be too sweet? Are they not going to season it right? And as a person who loves a bread pudding, I love a a good bread pudding. Uh, You have these things. But here, I got to say it was one of the 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 best bread pudding that I've had in a long, long ass time. Man, it was so good. It was the texture was delicious, just the right amount of raisins. The cinnamon was good. The whiskey sauce, which goes a long way, exemplary. Uh, I recommend the bread pudding at the limelight. Uh, 10 out of 10, would recommend, would eat if we're going to do things like that. Okay. I also had, uh, well, I was in Oakland Tuesday for the National Cannabis Industry Association Convention, and we'll get into it in the second segment, most likely. But while I was there, I managed to uh, be in Oakland in the daytime enough that I could go to this place called Donut Savant, which is on Broadway next to the BART station, uh, next to the old Hat Library, which I think is closed down now because there aren't as many old black women living in Oakland as there used to be. And it's a shame because a Sunday hat is a good Sunday hat. But they make they can't call it a cronut because someone went and trademarked that, but they make cronut type things. They call them crones, uh, C-R-O in apostrophe T, because you know what's going on. And they also make cronets, which are like little tiny cronut, do- cro- 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 croissant donuts. Today is tongue twister day, apparently. Um, I actually y- learned the phrase near infrared spectroscopy uh, Tuesday, but we're still jumping ahead. That's foreshadowing. We're on the cronut. Delicious. 
I had two different kinds. I had I, I got the Cronets because they were tiny and I didn't want to get big ones. So I had the dark chocolate Cronet, which was oh oh my god, flaky, buttery, dark chocolatey, can't go wrong. And then I had the cinnamon sugar Cronet, which I thought. Could have used a little more cinnamon in my sugar. I thought the sugar was judiciously and deliciously applied. But if it's going to be cinnamon sugar, man, cinnamon is the first word, right? Cinnamon's got to get top billing. You got to, you got to fill me. I got to get my cinnamon on that. But they were very good. I recommend those. Anytime you're in downtown Oakland and you're stoned or whatever, and Donut Savant is open because they close at like two, so get up early. A coffee and a cront or a cronet, a cronet, which is a little old. <laughs> it would be, what would a It would be like a a really old French woman, right? Because she's not a crone, a tiny. So a tiny old French woman would be a cronette. I just made that up. I'm, I hope you're proud of me. I'm, I can't really say that I'm proud of myself for coming up with that, but I'm hoping you're proud of me for figuring it out. And then I also had, I know, right? Three whole desserts. Um, there was another one. Oh, okay. So we went to Desco which is like a fancy pants Italian place in downtown Oakland because I was in downtown Oakland and they had a prefix. Is that price fix? Prefix? I don't know how to pronounce prefix meal, but it had, um, what, what do we have? We had, uh, there was a, uh, we had the slow cooked duck and then they had, um, which was really good. Slow cooked duck leg was great. And there was also a braised rabbit on polenta with, a bunch of other stuff. The, I posted the picture on my Instagram. And that was probably my favorite part of that meal was the braised rabbit. The duck leg was really good, but the, the braised rabbit I thought was the, the most excellent. And then uh, the dessert was like a coffee pudding. It's like pudding week, apparently. Like a coffee pot de creme uh, with some pine nut almond biscotti. And that was really good, too. But I, I feel like the bread pudding has been the highlight of my dessert week. So bread pudding for everybody. Bread pudding for all my men. Uh, so there, so there's the desserts. That was, that was in depth and no complaints. It was great. Uh, I'm going to go back and get another bread pudding. Oh, oh, wait, I had one more. I had one more. I went ham on the desserts, which sounds really weird because ham and dessert don't make any sense unless you're making some sort of ham and banana crepe thing, which people apparently do, which I don't really understand, but it's not the seventies, whatever. So while watching the Warriors win game five at the, uh, cafe R15, or it's just called Bar R15 because it's on 15th and R. It's next to the Cafe Bernardo. They're kind of the same company in Sacramento, downtown, Midtown, represent. I had the carrot cake. Uh, this is probably the second best carrot cake in Sacramento. I don't know if I've talked about it before. Selins makes the best carrot cake on the strength of their cream cheese frosting and their delicious walnuts on the end. But the R15 carrot cake is a close second by virtue of its butteriness. Oh, my God. Butter. You like butter? Me and butter have been homies, man. Me and butter have been best friends. Shit. For a long time. We hang out. We kick it. Me and butter have kicked it. We kick it. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't see butter all day, every day like I used to. We used to hang out all day, every day. But we definitely see each other. We like to hit it in the morning, for sure. <laughs> and I'll hit it at night a little bit, uh, you know with my bread and whatnot, but man, this carrot cake, buttery, nice, nice spice. Remember I had a carrot cake a lot, a week or two ago where it wasn't even really a carrot cake. It was just like a spice cake, like a Duncan Hines spice cake with maybe a little bit of carrot in it. No, this is like carrot. You see the carrots, the nuts, 
the fruit, the, the just butter though. It's just like a delicious, sweet butter concoction. So I can't, I, I recommend it. I recommend it. Even though I know you're like, well, why would you recommend the second best? Because it's still fucking good, man. That's the thing. And that's, we'll get into that. Uh, we were in the, um, well, actually I'm running out of time to get into it now. So I'll get into it in just, uh, one moment. Uh, as we come back from these few messages right here on Rolling with Ungayo on CannabisRadio.com. Talk to you in a minute. Peace. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. This is Bobby Black, host of Blazin, here to talk to you about 420 Science. I've known Matt and Gary from 420 Science for over a decade. We've spent a lot of time together at the Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam, the Doobie Awards in their hometown of Austin. They were even at my wedding. And I've always admired their integrity and how they've built 420 Science from the ground up to become the most trusted online head shop. Visit 420science.com slash podcast for an exclusive deal on pipes and more from genuine people who put their customers first. That's 420science.com slash podcast. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're black. I'm sorry. And we're back. We'll be right black after these messages. I hope you enjoyed our commercials. Uh, and if you didn't, fucking live with them, man. I got to eat. Shit. Uh, so here we are. We've had dessert. We're feeling pretty good. We hopped on the Greyhound bus from Sacramento. And uh, I believe you've heard me extol the virtues of the Greyhound bus station in Sacramento. It's very, very nice. It's uh, relatively newer. It's only a couple, three, four years old, maybe at the most. And it's got Wi-Fi. It's got uh, places for you plug in your phone everywhere where you can sit and plug in your phone and still chop it up. It'd be very patient. Um, the, the location isn't as convenient to downtown as it used to be, but it's still not bad. It's a $6 ride share or $2.75 bus ride but the bus ride is going to take you forever because it's just it's the sacramento public transportation leaves things to be desired but that's not the point so the thing is i get to oakland i get my cronets i go down to the national cannabis industry association convention and this is the big it's a big 
fucking gigantic mother of all conventions. It's a trade show, right? It's so all the shit that goes with trade shows, big booths, people trying to sell you fucking everything constantly, expensive, crazy things, $20,000 marijuana testing machines, $100,000 extractors, million dollar marketing plans, blah, 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 blah. Everybody wants to be Budweiser. Everybody wants to be fucking Monsanto, whatever. Um, the uniform is jeans and sport coats, which I took great delight in teasing all my friends about because they used to be pot smoking hippies and now they're fucking all dressed up in a goddamn convention center in a hotel. But it was cool. I didn't go to any of the panels, right? I was talking to a homie about this. And this is the thing, like I'm hanging out front uh, smoking weed because that's what I do with my homies and all my homies are relatively successful business people. They're doing all kind of cool shit. And some of them pointed out some things like, Uh, A lot of the people who bought booths last year are not there this year. And uh, some of that is because, of course, maybe they bought a booth last year and they did well enough that they don't need a booth this year, right? Their business is kicking. They managed to do it right. They did all the networking. They got all their shit in. And now they have a nice, viable business. Some people, they just went out of business. And these are some of the challenges. I don't really think that the NCIA addresses – some of the concerns of the smaller cannabis business owner, right? Not everybody wants to be Budweiser. Not everybody wants to be Marlboro. Not everybody wants to be American Spirit. Maybe somebody wants to be Rust Dollar. Maybe somebody wants to be Anchor Steam. Maybe somebody wants to do that, right? Where you have maybe a smaller business model. It's not about capturing all the fucking market share. It's about making good weed. Huh? Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> The cannabis industry, quality marijuana would be important. I preposterous. The devil you say, sir. I can't believe that anybody would uh, think of something like that. But uh, but that's 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 you know what are you gonna do? These these are the things that happen. And uh, and so we stood outside and I bumped into my boy Jimmy Devine, who had decided that he was gonna throw a cannabis cup on the grounds of the National Cannabis Industry Association. So what he did was he called a bunch of his grower business homies and he's like, hey man, I'm throwing a cannabis cup right now. Oh, sorry, sorry. You can't, uh, let me take it back. You can't call what you do a cannabis cup if you're not High Times Magazine because High Times Magazine owns the copyright on Cannabis Cup and they will send you letters and threaten to sue you. So he was throwing a cannabis tasting competition an, an impromptu, we called it an, the impromptu cup. Uh, so he called a bunch of people and his homies from 3C and uh, Cody from uh, Tahoe Wellness and a couple other guys uh, managed to find a bunch of different weeds. And so we sat down at the Urban Party, H-E-R-B-A-N, thrown by the Minority Cannabis Business Association. And we're going to – I'm ramble on on that for a minute. That's one of the nice things about – the NCIA, I know I low-key talk a little shit about how big and ridiculous and sport coats and jeans and way too many suits and not enough hippies. You know how I am. Uh, but I will say that the diversity at the NCIA was was really, really good. There were a lot of women everywhere, a lot of black people, a lot of black women, some Asian guys. Um, you looked around. It wasn't just white dudes in suits. And it was just nice. It was nice that people had been paying attention because – We've been raising a little bit of a fuss the past couple of years about the influx of squares and uh, and white people who, you know, where, where were all these guys when we were all going to jail? 
You know what I'm saying? Where were all these guys when we were all fighting for our rights? And now all of a sudden that we've done a lot of the work and it's legal. They want to show up with a million dollars and think they can take over the fucking industry. And it makes people crazy. It makes people nutty. Um, so I will say that the, the diversity at the NCIA was super good. So I'm going to give a shout out to Aaron Smith and all his homies there for doing it up like that because that was nice. And I just want you to know we pay attention to these things. Um, so anyway, back to Jimmy Devine. So we're sitting at the party, and this is, you know, after everybody spent all day wandering around the fucking hotel at the Oakland Marriott, where the uh, Golden State Warriors have their headquarters, by the way. So they were all prepping for the parade while we're all outside smoking weed. And it, and that's the thing too, right? You can't. It's a it's a it's a new different it's a new deal, right? The Oakland Marriott is a fancy pants hotel, so they don't they don't allow weed smoking in the hallways. And so all the security guards were weird because they were not weird, but they were kind of weirded out because they're like, man, we smell a lot of weed, but nobody's smoking weed inside. We're like, man, we follow the rules. Oakland, you can smoke weed outside with impunity, so you don't really have to hide it. But anyway, so we're at the urban party on the rooftop of the uh, what's it called? The Hood Accelerator, which is a great name. It's a little, it's a, um, uh, what do they call it? An incubator, an accelerator for startup businesses with uh, leaning toward minority and uh, women of color owned. Very full of justice. They had um, good artwork depicting black trans lives matter subjects and all sort of other things, which is important. You know, I love politics and activism. So I felt very comfortable and at home, although they didn't have any coffee. And that's, you know, for me, if you got marijuana and a lot of marijuana, you should probably have some coffee. That's just how I go with it, right? Weed and coffee go together like weed and coffee. So that's the important thing. But that's not that's neither here nor there. We're into – so we're sitting down. We're smoking this weed, right? And there was all kind of good stuff. There was a strawberry fields. Uh, there were a lot of good things from 3C uh, Company. They had a strawberry fields, which I thought was okay. I thought it smelled great, but did, it didn't taste – uh, it didn't taste as strawberry-ly, straw, strawberry-ish, as much of strawberries as it smelled of strawberries, right? Um, they also had a uh, blue velvet cookies, which I thought had a nice blue velvet flavor, a little chocolatey on the end, but maybe the cure not not as strong as it could be. The the my two favorite from those guys were the uh, Sasquatch Sap, which. I know that sounds dirty. I think it's a variation on Gorilla Glue. It had that Gorilla Glue spiciness, you know, that spiciness that we've come to associate with Gorilla Glue. You know what I'm saying? It's not um, not like a heat spiciness, but just like a almost almost a black pepper spiciness to it. Uh, the, the, the Gorilla Glue has. I'm finally learning to recognize this Gorilla Glue flavor. I'm finally learning to recognize this cookies flavor, which is nice. But um, that was that was really good. Um, Tahoe Wellness brought in a uh, a straight up Gorilla Glue, whew, which was really good. Those were uh, my second and third choices. I think the Sasquatch Sap was second, and the Gorilla Glue was third, but it was close because they were both really really excellent. But my Favorite one that we smoked, and I'll try to post a picture of it on my Instagram. I think I have it somewhere. Was the Grape Kush. Man, that was an excellent marijuana. Excellent. Uh, indoor clean ash. Um, super grape purple flavor. You know what I mean? When I say purple flavor, you're where marijuana smoke. You understand the purple flavor. With a creaminess. So it was almost like if you had made an orange sickle out of grape and cream Kool-Aid. So... It's a little 
how, how you put it. So it's very grapey on the inhale, right? And then very creamy, vanilla creamy on the exhale, which kind of created a very a tension. Am I am I over explaining? Creates a tension in the uh, mouthfeel between the inhale and the exhale because I don't know if you've ever mixed grape juice with milk. It's a little funky. Uh, you know, back in my more experimental sixth grade days. <laughs> well, let's try that. Uh, that's not the best. But it worked. It worked in this situation. And the high, man, the high was great. I'm super indica. Like I was uh, needing coffee, right? Because it kind of hit me in the face. Uh, but it was delicious. And that, that was my pick for the winner was the Great Kush. And I think that's what won, according to Jimmy, uh, yeah, I think that that was what one. He just sent me a message, actually. So according to Jimmy Devine, the Grape Kush was the winner. We and and it, you know he picked judges at random. He's like, hey, you. He saw me. He's like, hey, man, I'm throwing a cup. You're a judge now. I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. Let's sit down and smoke some weed. And so we did. It was funny because we're sitting uh, on the third floor patio of the Hood Accelerator, just blazing. And of course, once you sit down and you got 12 jars of weed on the table, everybody's going to gather around and then somebody else is going to pull out a jar. And I had a couple jars. Uh, I've been smoking that purple candy cane, which you know I love so much. And then uh, I brought my fancy special jar of candy cane crossed with pineapple and smoked out people with that too. So we all had a great time. And that was fantastic. And so that was my day at the NCIA. I didn't go to any of the panels. You know, I was talking to somebody about that. And I was like, do you go to the panels? He's like, well, you know, uh, sometimes I go if it's very interesting. But a lot of times I just wait. And then I talk to somebody who went to the panel. <laughs> right? I'll talk to a couple of people who went to the panel. And they'll give me the highlights and the important parts and their takeaways. And I learned just as well from that as from just sitting in the room for an hour and a half listening to somebody who may not be the best speaker drone on and on and on. That's a pretty good technique. I mean, you know, there's a, all different methods of learning and assimilating knowledge, which I think is important. But I say knowledge is power. Shared knowledge is shared power. This is Rolling with Ungayo right here on CannabisRadio.com. We, uh, we're having a great time in Oakland, even though we're in Sacramento right now. So we had a great time in Oakland. But we'll be back. We're, I'm going to roll a joint and uh, deal with this cotton mouth, and then we'll come back in a couple minutes and talk some more. All right. See you in a minute. Peace. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th to the 14th at the Oakland Marriott City Center in Oakland, California. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Meet industry leaders over three days of informative sessions and visit hundreds of vendors along the more than 80,000 square feet of sold-out expo floor. Hear from over 100 thought leaders headlined by feature keynote speaker, former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox. Join us at the epicenter of the cannabis movement sponsored by the industry's only National Trade Association, the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th through the 14th. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. 
Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let's get back to getting high on healthy. Energized by A6 Wellness. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Rolling with Lungayo right here on CannabisRadio.com. Thanking Saturn Ranch. Chameleon Glass, if you put in NGAIO420 in the box at Chameleon Glass, you get 10% off. Just thought you might like to know. We also thank Saturn Ranch, like I said, Cannabis Radio. My new homies at FireSale.com or FireXSale. Get it? Because they're selling fire. Because it's that fire, dog. Right? Because TreeSale.com was taken. Uh... Those guys are also cool, though. They're in beta, like I said, but they're big in Boulder right now. So if you're in, in the Boulder, Denver area, don't don't hesitate to sign up. And then if you're trying to get in on the ground floor of the beta, jump in on it. Jump in, get in, get in where you fit in. So we were in Oakland smoking. We smoked, uh, man, they're all kind. There was a blue velvet cookies. There was a banana split, which also, like the, like the strawberry fields, it had the great smell, but maybe not the great flavor. There was the grape kush, which was the winner. There was the Sasquatch Sap, which was the dirty-sounding second-place one. Uh, and then, so we hung out. I hung out at that party, and then I went to uh, – there was somebody else was throwing a party at this spot on Telegraph. The name of it escapes me. Um, but we went there, and they've got those new – and this is this is a thing. I just – they just – I found these hotel uh, in – where was it? It was – I think it was Vancouver had the same kind of – elevator right so the new thing in these elevators these new 21st century ass elevators is you don't just press a button and wait for the elevator you get on the elevator you press the button to the floor you're going and then you go no no no, no, no. you tell the elevator there's a there's a, a screen before you even get to the elevators where you press which floor you want right i'm going to the fourth floor you press that and then he goes okay you go to elevator c and it'll take you to the fourth floor. But you don't get to, there's no buttons. You don't even get to press a button for fourth or fifth or sixth or whatever. And I low key get it, right? It's security, right? So you can't pretend you're going to third the third floor. And then once you get in the elevator, you press the fifth floor. And now you're fucking doing some Mission Impossible, Ocean's Eleven, Long Con heist shit. Um, but I also think that it's not great for socialness like what if so so you're talking with somebody say you're at the hotel right you're chopping up with somebody you guys are getting along maybe you want to continue the conversation a little bit not too long right but you're on the fifth floor they're on the seventh floor you press the button now you got to go to different elevators you can't just sit on the elevator and chop it up for that last 30 seconds which is sometimes the best part of the conversation because everybody knows they're wrapping it up so they're getting into the into the meat into the juiciness of it and so that's just the thing that's just like a peeve of mine. I understand the security. And I also feel weird. Uh, and maybe it's just because I'm old. But 
If there's no buttons on the elevator in, in the elevator, you get in the elevator. There's no buttons to push. What do you do if some shit goes wrong? How do you futilely push buttons expecting for a reaction if you can't? <laughs> There's no fucking buttons to push. You just got to sit there quietly and smoke a bowl. That's what I do when I'm stuck in elevators. Knock wood. I've only been stuck in an elevator one time helping my boy move in Hollywood, right? So we're moving him through Hollywood, and the elevator gets stuck. And I don't know how long it's going to be. So, of course, the first thing I do is spark a bowl. Shit, <laughs> we can sit here for a minute. You might as well hang out. And it only took like 10 minutes for the landlord to come get us. But, uh, you know, nobody said anything. Uh, and it was really, really funny. That was the time, too, when so I'm helping my homie move in. And his next door neighbor, a uh, woman maybe in her mid-30s, attractive, attractive woman. She comes over to me and she says, are you moving in? And I go, no, I'm just helping my homie move. She goes, OK, well, cool. Well, you tell him. And I'm his next door neighbor and I like to have loud sex and I don't want to hear shit about it. I was like, hey, man, you're, I got no problem with it. I'll tell him right away. And I think that's fair. Uh, and so I actually took her advice to heart, you know, back in the day when I used to have look for roommate situations. I'd be like, hey, look, man, I'm kind of slutty and I have loud sex. So if that's going to be a problem. Maybe you can let me know before this whole thing kicks off. Uh, generally, people don't have any problems with it, so it works out pretty well. Because I also have weed. And I'm never home, right? Because I'm gone all the time. So it's not even a big deal. It's like having a roommate and not having a roommate at the same time. I'm like the best of both worlds. You only pay half the rent, and I'm only there half the time. So it's great. Uh, so I would like to thank the National Cannabis Industry Association for – for throwing a, a good event. I think it is a good event and it gets bigger every year, right? Last year, uh, it was just the ground floor had booths. And uh, this year, man, there were booths everywhere, everywhere. And they probably could have put more in there. I mean, it was just, it was just gigantic. And in some ways it's kind of easy to get lost in the noise of that because if everybody's got a booth, there's 15 fucking different vaporizer cartridges. How do you stand out? Right. It's easy for some people for sure. But it's, it's, it's a challenge for other people. And I, I would also give a shout out to the NCIA for not having a bunch of scantily clad chicks trying to sell things. You know how you go to a lot of trade shows these days, right? And it's girls in bikinis or low-cut tops trying to sell you their neuralizer or breathalyzer or whatever, computer chips or whatever they have. And so I appreciate that everybody was dressed like professional adults in the in the booth and everybody was going out of their way to be professional right that's the new thing it's the 21st century man they just fired that dude from uber for being a tone deaf jackass <laughs> here's advice for everybody in the straight world you got a real job you got some sort of corporate job if you're in the company-wide meeting about sexual harassment and appropriate workplace behavior maybe don't make a sexist joke especially if you're on the board I mean, be fair, man. It stands to reason. Like, the first rule in everything. I got two rules, right? Uh, one, don't be an asshole. And that's pretty much my only rule, really. You know, don't act like an ass. Uh, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you can't be upset or you have to take everything in stride or you have to, you know, be a passive person. I'm just saying... 
don't be an ass when you know, appropriate, appropriate things, learn your context, right? Everyone is problematic, but context is everything, right? So as, as a person who loves inappropriate jokes, as a person who in some ways makes a living from that, uh, I totally understand it. I understand the appeal, but I also know that I'm self-employed. So, and my job is making inappropriate jokes and I've carved that out. I've worked hard to put myself in that position. So if you work hard to put yourself in a position to be on a corporate board, and you guys are having problems with sexism and harassment in your workplace. Maybe the meeting about that is not the time to make an inappropriate joke. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. And see, and that's the thing, right? And at that point, that guy's not getting fired for being a sexist ass. He's getting fired for being a stupid sexist ass. You understand? Can people keep the racism to themselves in the street? We've talked about this before, too. You understand? You can hold whatever opinion you want when you get home. You want to get home and go, oh, my God, those niggers and chinks are making me fucking crazy today. That's your business. But when you're in the street, brother, you got to treat everybody with respect, right? That's the American deal, right? That's where we're coming from. No one's got – you guys, man, no one has polite fictions anymore, and it's bullshit. And you're not telling it like it is. You're just being an asshole. You understand where I'm coming from? So try to control your assholery and be yourself. All right. I think that's enough rambling. Smoke weed, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Follow me on Instagram, Ungayo420. Follow me on Twitter and Snapchat, rarely, and all that other good stuff. Come see me July 7th, 1040 Larkin Street. It's part of Simper High Sesh Comedy Night. If you go to Instagram, S-E-M-P-E-R-H-I-G-H-S-E-S-H, Simper High Sesh. They do comedy and events all over. We're doing one in San Francisco July 7th. June 23rd and 24th, once again, time is not a straight line. June 23rd and 24th at the Wise Guys in Salt Lake City with Brian Pusain. Uh July 12th through the 14th at the Crawfest in wherever that is, the middle of Oregon, just outside of Bend. Look for it. I'll post a thing about it. And, uh, you know, every 420, I'll be in your heart. In your pipe, in your bong, whatever you think marijuana, think Ungayo. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks to Rick, big producer extraordinaire. Thanks to Darren for being the king of all the whatever. And thanks to you for listening to me. We'll talk to you next time right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Peace. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.